Hola, mi gente. You're listening to Money Chisme, a podcast bringing you the chisme on personal finance, investing, entrepreneurship, and building wealth. I am your host, Violeta, a first-generation Mexican immigrant in which I struggled on my own path to financial freedom and am currently on my personal journey to building wealth. I am here each week to bring you my experience, financial tips, and the latest achievement on personal finance to help you on your own journey to financial freedom and building wealth. So if you're looking for a place to learn financial literacy, how to invest, and how to make your money work for you, then you've come to the right place. Don't forget to visit the blog at moneycheesement.com where you can also keep up with the latest achievement and sign up for the email list so you never miss an episode. You can also find us on social media, including Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and Twitter, and YouTube. All right, mi gente, so get your cafecito or your drink of choice and let's get into this chisme. Okay, so levanta la mano, raise your hand if you are freaking out about these interest rates like they just keep going up and up and I think the most recent one was like for a 30-year mortgage was at 6.82 percent now that's like double more than double than what we were seeing last year or even earlier in this year like it was um, crazy on how low the interest rates were last year. And I was able to get some, I think um, the lowest that I saw was like 2.4% or something like that. And now they're up to 6.8 and it's still going up. So what does this mean? This means that it is getting more expensive to borrow money. So people are freaking out because now it's getting harder to get to be able to afford loans, mortgage loans. And so the question is is like should I still buy a house? Should I still invest in real estate? For me, the answer will still be yes. I mean, if the numbers work and it, you know, you're able to afford it and after you crunch the numbers, they are good for you, then still go for it. So why do I think that, that you should still buy that house or get into the real estate game? Well, these high interest rates are actually having somewhat of a positive impact. It's basically like the supply and demand concept where it is starting to level out the playing field for both the buyer and the seller. Porque last year with these low interest rates, um, borrowing money was super affordable. So guess what? Everybody was over there borrowing money, getting mortgages, and coming into the housing market, which ended up creating this housing market bubble of just people coming into this housing market and trying to buy homes. And guess what? There was so much competition that they were just like trying to buy anything at that point because they wanted to buy a house. So that on top of the supply issue that we had that, you know, like really held back all the houses that were trying to get built. So there was just a backlog of like homes. And so that created like everybody like fighting tooth and nail for the houses that were available. So this ended up creating a, you know, bubble in which people were, you know, 
offering more than asking price just to try to compete everybody else. And so that started just pushing these houses, <laughs> these prices through the roof. And then at some point, people were buying homes after just seeing the home for like 30 minutes. And even myself, that was me. I the, the house that I'm currently in, I saw it for 30 minutes. Now, mind you, I did make sure that I was buying below my budget. And I had already um, did research on the market that I was going for and had an idea of what I wanted and all that. So even this house, before I saw it, I researched like the property taxes and everything like that I could possibly research. So when I came to see the house in those 30 minutes that I got, you know, there were certain things that I was looking for. Luckily, there was enough pictures of the home that I was able to make a pretty educated decision based on, you know, the little time that I had uh, to be able to make an offer. But also, I was kind of lucky in a way because I still purchased right before uh, the bubble was getting really huge. So I was still able to get this home at a actual regular price. Not to mention, we also got lucky that the seller was a retired Navy and we're Navy. So he basically saw our offer and had already decided that he was going to uh, sell to us. Um, because we were Navy and the good thing about military is we usually help each other out, look out for each other, especially when he knew that the housing uh, market was getting crazy. And so, uh, yeah, we negotiated, uh, I think, just a few fixes and and that was it. Um, we were still able to get the inspection report done at that time because uh, later on, people were buying houses without even getting a home inspection and just like basically purchasing blind. And so all that just started this whole chaos of this housing bubble that people keep saying is going to burst. So you had so much influx of you know, people coming in to purchase homes. And now that um, the interest rates are going up and we're starting to see like, you know, price reductions in homes, people are starting to freak out that there's going to be this housing market bubble that's going to burst and it's going to like go into a downward spiral and it's going to get crazy but uh, la verdad like it's really us just getting back to normal you know it you know it just balancing out we just had too many people and now the interest rates are going up so now people are backing up and so now the buyer pool is getting smaller and more even and so now there's kind of more of a balance and a more even playing field for um both buyer and seller and so it's really just a kind of a somewhat of correction but it's not like an overcorrection that uh, I don't believe is going to happen in my opinion uh, it might dip a little bit more eventually um, in housing prices but really uh, the reality to me is that the prices are just coming back to normal because we had pushed them up so high and so that's what really the interest rates are doing is reducing the competition. 
Porque last year, people were like, yo, let's get this money and let's start, you know, getting some houses and all that stuff. And now interest rates went up and people are, you know, getting more cautious and, you know, kind of being like, you know what, I'm just going to wait. So la gente no quiere, you know, borrow money right now. But even so, the interest rates right now are still lower than, you know, back in the day, like they were in double digits. So, you know, it's still uh, a pretty decent interest rates. It's just it seems like crazy because we just got spoiled with the low interest rates from the past year and a half. So uh, should you still buy that home that you need or you want or whatever? Or should you still get into the real estate investing market? Like, what's the deal? Well, first off, if you need a bigger home for and you could afford it and you did your budget and figured out how much house you can afford with these interest rates, then, you know, go for it. Um, Because at the end of the day, if it works for you, then it works for you. And um, these interest rates shouldn't stop you. Um, Same thing with real estate investing is if you can find a property and after you crunch the numbers, it still does what it needs to do and it works then go for it. Like you should not um, worry about these interest rates and let them hold you back from taking these steps. Especially now, porque now that we are seeing the trend that housing, um, houses are coming back down, the prices are coming back down, you start seeing price reductions. I'm starting to see them. Um, even over here in California, in some areas, they're just uh, starting to accept um, offers that are just not like a you know twenty thousand fifty thousand above the asking price um, they're starting to come back down to reasonable asking prices and so now uh, you're starting to see that benefit from the high interest rates and the lower um, the smaller buying pool buyer pool basically and so you have more of leeway to be able to negotiate the house price. Um, You also have the ability to now uh, get a home inspection and be able to use that home inspection to to further negotiate repairs or just negotiate the price or even get negotiate for cash back for the repairs. Like now it's more of a regular Uh, kind of transaction where you actually negotiate whereas before you just accepted whatever the the heck they gave you and just wished for the best and hopefully you didn't you know get a house that was going to go downhill within the next year and that you were going to get all these costly repairs and so uh, now that the houses are you know staying in the market longer you also have the ability to just take your time and and do your research on that house on the houses that you're thinking of purchasing and you know taking the time to look at the neighborhood looking at the property taxes and all that um, to be able to make a better decision for your family or for the investment property uh, because before everybody was just scrambling trying to figure out where to live 
And so now, like, everybody, you know, pueden respirar. You could breathe and, you know, make a better financial purchase, especially when it's this big of a purchase. Now, for investment properties, does it still work? Well, these interest rates can still work. Um, just this past month in August, I closed on a duplex and I got it for, I think it was like 5.99%. And the numbers still worked. I ran the numbers. I calculated the interest. I calculated my mortgage. And then, of course, I kind of already figured out the rental income that I could ask for. And that still covered the property management fees, the mortgage, the taxes, the, uh, the property taxes and the insurance. Um, and then I still had positive cash flow. I still was receiving like at least 500, I think it was for this one. Um, and it wasn't too far off from the other property that I bought in the same area. And, um, for and it's going to rent for the same price, um, well, similar price, um, because the rental market is still pretty steady and it also grew as well as the time. So um, it should still go pretty steady. And even if it dropped down a little bit, I will still be um, cash flowing and still making money. Now, for me, like, I still decided, you know, I, I kind of freaked out a little bit. También estaba like, oh, my God, ¿qué voy a hacer? Like, how am I going to find a property? Because my goal is to buy uh, one investment property uh, per year for the next five years. And my plan is to hopefully get as close to replacing at least 75% of my paycheck eventually. Uh, right now, I'm hoping that it is, you know, in two and a half years, I can replace a little bit of my paycheck so I could get out the Navy because I'm ready to go. And so now with these interest rates, I'm able to uh, find a better deal. Like I said, I bought one in August, um, but I found less competition. This this duplex was um, in the market for like 45 days and um, I was able to negotiate everything. Like I brought them down uh, from like, I think they had listed it at 124 and I eventually brought them down to 105. And um, I just used, you know, my research. Um, I'm starting to get better idea of how to negotiate and it's been paying off. And uh, after the inspection report, I was able to use that. And like before you couldn't even uh, use that to negotiate anything people would just be, like the seller would just be like uh yeah whatever we have 20,000 offers so I'm going to go with somebody else that's not going to require the inspection report but uh with this property I was able to really really uh, negotiate and bring that price down and I still found a good deal even with the high interest rate also, también, whenever you're getting into real estate or, you know, you're buying your first home, for the majority of us, it's 
a long-term game uh, when you're buying your first home or just another uh, another home for yourself you're planning to live in that for like the next five at least five to ten years and um, some of us it's you know our pretty much our forever home to grow our family so some people stay like 15 plus years in a in their first home as they raise their kids so you know historically the trend for home equity is to go up and you know it might dip down ahorita because like I said everything is basically just coming back down and balancing itself out from this freaking over Uh, like inflating of house prices so don't let that scare you it's just it's like a temporary thing but you know historically we're we still are going up as far as your home equity and so eventually it's going to kind of even out and or you know you'll start coming out on top so if you're planning to buy your first home or just another home because you outgrew your first home, uh, this interest rate, you know, shouldn't really deter you, especially if you plan to be in the home for like five to 10 years. It's going to um, just even itself out with the equity itself. And then this itself, it will, you know, be a, a good hedge against inflation. Um, even, you know, right now we have a lot of inflation. So even like it's even a better deal now and is really helping you at this time with everything like being so overpriced. Uh, but even just when we get back to kind of like a regular state, you know, we were getting on average like. I think it was like 2.3% of inflation per year. And that means that, you know, putting it, uh, your money in a house or a real estate investment property, that you are, you know, protecting yourself better against inflation um, versus having this money just sitting in your savings account. Like, you know, you do want to have a an emergency fund, pero también, like, it just sitting in your bank account, you are losing money. Like, my parents did that, and, you know, they were saving for retirement and just a savings account, y, like, it might as well be nothing, porque the inflation now, like, you know, what they thought back then, everything, you know, has increased in how much it costs because of inflation, And now, like, I don't think it's it's definitely not nowhere near enough of what they need to retire. And so it's the same idea, like just having it in your savings account. You're losing money every year. It's that your money can purchase less things every year. But having it in your like property, I style dinero because the equity from the house and the property is going up and then in a real estate investment property that's ganando you know money you're getting cash back you're getting your cash flow so for example my duplex is that i put 25 down which came out to be like about 30 grand 32 grand which includes the closing costs so um you went but i think that actual down payment was like 20 20,000 or something like that. So that 20,000 is going into the duplex versus me putting it into a savings account just just sit there and with the duplex, me está, you know, I'm getting money every month 
you know, from the rental income. And on top of that, you know, I'm slowly building equity. Uh, these properties where I'm at are going to build equity slower, but it's still building equity to overcome the, you know, average um, inflation percentage of the regular 2.3%. And after with this specific duplex that I get five about five hundred of cash flow per month, I will make that money back in about three and a half years. Um, if I want to make the closing costs, including the closing costs, it'll be closer to four years. But in those four years, uh, I make that money back, and on top of that the house is getting paid off for me and the maintenance costs and everything like that. And I'm building equity on top of that. So in those three and a half years, I make my money back. The house is getting paid for. And if I want to sell it, like I'm still coming out on top because I got my money back. The house was getting paid off by, you know, the rental income. And, you know, I didn't lose out on money because, it, of the equity. And even for your own personal home, you are paying into your own property that's also building equity. And even, and if you house hack it, like I've house hacked, you know, all my homes, which is basically just like renting out a room or if you have kind of like a, a unit outside or, or something that you can um, rent out to somebody that, you know, increases um, your value over time as well. And even with your, you know, if you're purchasing your own home or thinking of buying, like the average home equity goes up like 3.5 to 3.8% per year on average. Like don't, don't take into account this last year because that was crazy. Like prices were going, you know, super high and now it's, you know, coming a little bit back down. So you probably could see equity just kind of level out of, um, you know, versus of what it was last year. And so with just the 3.5 or 3.8%, you're already above the 2.3 average of inflation. So that's already protecting you against that. And so, you know, buying your house in at least five years, you'll be able to go ahead and leave that property if you have to like if you have to sell it for like a bigger home you decide like you all of a sudden have like more uh kids or whatever then in the five years on average most people could you know start selling their home and you know make their money plus some equity you know under normal circumstances as long as we don't have like uh, a big recession coming up so if you do want to buy a home or get into real estate, like just run the numbers and check your budget. And if it's cash flowing or if just buying a home for yourself makes sense, then don't let this interest rates like deter you. Because overall, like even in any market, you could always find a deal that works for you or you could um, try to find the house that's going to work for you even if the interest rate is high because it really is on what it is that you need that home or property uh, to do for you to help you reach your goals. Um, and that's really that all that matters. So I say go for it. 
Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave me a review and don't forget to share so others may find the podcast. If you'd like to be a guest or have any topics or questions you'd like to hear discussed, you can reach out to me at any of my social media or email me at moneycheesemeblog at gmail.com. Hasta la próxima. Bye.